Welcome to Ram Nation Radio. It's been a few years since we've done one of these podcasts, but we're coming back with a vengeance. I've got two great cohorts with me today, uh, who I'll introduce to you in a second, but uh, it's nice to be back talking Ram Athletics. Uh, just the other night, I was graciously invited to join uh, the Ram Sanity podcast with those guys, and it kind of gave me the bug to rekindle this uh, Ram Nation Radio segment. I'm not sure how often we'll do it. Pose it all depends on how this this first session goes, but uh, maybe a little dicey uh, with me involving these two guys. They could blow it up before we even get going. But let me welcome longtime Ram Nation guys, Mike Rowe, otherwise known as Cam's Chorizo, and Joe Barron, aka Joey B, the real AD. Both have been around since the early days of Ram Nation. They are two of the best posters we've had, offering a lot of humor and insights and opinions on the boards for a long, long time. Uh, Michael is one of the best Ram fans that I know. Uh, season ticket holder, tailgater extraordinaire, uh, created a scholarship endowment, organizes watch parties across the uh, state. He is he's a great guy. And Joey, uh, well, he's a good guy too. He, uh, he, he loves the Rams, loves to stir it up on Ram Nation, uh, and he's going to make sure that this podcast stays off track at all times. So <laughs> I'm sure of that. Great to have you both. Boys, welcome. Shepard. <laughs> What's up, brother? Pretty sure that the uh, 2015 basketball team will probably get like a eight, nine seed. So excited about that. I think that's one of the uh, best podcasts we uh, ever done. Actually, we were live on the radio. So yeah, I uh, so nailed that, that preview. Was that, did we do that one live from Vegas? Uh, no, that was uh, we, from Mile High Sports downtown. Oh, live from stu- right. in studio. We did it in studio. That's right. Uh, that was back when uh, I don't. I have no idea how my high sports radio thought that I was worthy to have an hour a week. Uh, I was like the Theory Smith of of uh, the fan radio network. But, but uh, yeah, that Jesus. those were fun days. Theory and I, Smith, Jesus, Theory, right? Twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. They they gave uh, towards the end of Theory's career there. They they were graciously giving him an hour a hour a day. I think so. But yeah, Michael, that one of those last podcasts we did live from Vegas at the oh yeah the Vegas Bowl was a little bit of a an another S show. great preview. <laughs> I don't know if we either of us were very sober at the time, but I know it was nine a.m. in the morning. Yeah, I still have pics of our beers that we were drinking. <laughs> yep. And that was, uh, I think we took one sip and we were already buzzed again. Yeah, from oh, the yeah. night before. Yeah. So, cheers, guys! Right now, uh, just cracked my first beverage of the evening. A lot of people have asked me why. Why is my handle on the on the message board Good Shepherd? And that dates back to the very first CSU message board that I ever found, which was inside the web.com slash CSU Ram slash blah 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 blah. It was some a very obscure web community that that maybe a couple dozen of us found and would talk CSU sports on a daily basis. And I started gathering friends and and Ram fans to join us there and. Uh, that's kind of how my name, the, the Good Shepherd, uh, came about because I was rounding up the sheep, the, the Ram fans. Uh, it was kind of an inside joke then, and it's stuck ever since. Um, Michael, I believe your name, did, you, did your name start as Cam Sack or something like that? Then it evolved no. to Chorizo. <laughs> what, what was yours? I can't remember. Uh, my very first handle was CU Sucks. But then I wanted to go away from that because as Ram fans were more than just disliking the buffs. So. Kind of have a thing for uh, Cam's ball sack. Um, <laughs> and went through like 
every tailgate would have to find Cam and take a picture with his balls. And so, since I'm Mexican, uh, <laughs> for some reason, I just came up with Cam's chorizo. And 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 just for those of you obviously you cannot see right now, Mike is wearing a sausage hat. You'll you'll if you ever see him in on Facebook or in uh, some of his CSU pictures. He's wearing this hat frequently. And I need Joseph, a new one. It's a good one though. It's a good one. Yeah, I know you get a lot to, of compliments on it. Oh my gosh, it's been to England, Belize twice, and Cuba, and then everywhere that the Rams have played the last three years. So, uh, has it been worn to a, a Derby County uh, Rams uh, football match? No, no. I gotta, I gotta go with the Kangol when I when I hit up the the Derby Rams. Hmm. How did you ever get into them? What's the deal behind that? Yeah, what's your uh, what's your affinity with soccer, Ro? Yeah, dude, I love soccer. That's the only thing I'm missing right now, to be honest. What the uh, Light? Saturday morning, I woke up and was like, uh. I just wanted to turn on like at 5.30 in the morning, just turn on and watch whatever random Premier League match was on. But uh, but why I like Derby is uh, when I started following soccer, Mexico national teams, my, you know, that's my squad uh, for my mom's side of the family. And uh, everyone was like, you have to have an English team. You got to have a team in, in, from uh, across the pond. And I didn't want to be a front runner with Tottenham like you, Joey, and uh, or Man United nice. clubs and the big clubs. And so my dad's mom's side of the family's from Darby, and so I'm oh, like, there it is, yeah. right there, Darby County, and they're the Rams as well. So it it, was, it just fit. Right on. It's meant to be. They won the Premier League title. It was it was League One back then, but in 1975. The year I was born, they won. They won the ship. So, wow, yeah. Jeez. So it was. It was just meant to be. The year you were born. The year I was born. Year of the Ram. The year of the Ram. <laughs> <laughs> and Joey be the real AD. So I know that you uh, pride yourself on uh, making nice and 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 becoming pals with every uh, sitting AD at CSU. How how did how did we come up with your name? I've only slapped the one on the ass. <laughs> Who was that, Polly K? Polly K at Air Force. <laughs> Good old Doc was there. God bless him. You know, I started off here. I'm almost at 55,000 posts on this freaking taco stand. 55,000 freaking posts. But anyway, what was that 20 years ago, Joel? You've yeah, known 20, each other 20? 20 years ago, bud. 20 some years? Jesus yeah. Christmas. But anyway, I had one chin back then. <laughs> now I got more chins than a Chinese phone book. You know how that goes. But, uh, yeah, I started off as Joey B, right? The negative poster, stirring the pot. And then I met all the ADs, started having cigars with Jeff Hathaway. Three Ram night, and I had Macanudos every home game with Jeff Hathaway. Yep. Then I, I got into a uh, – I got dissed by Mark Driscoll. He didn't want to talk about the USC, how much we got paid to go to the Coliseum and lose 49 nothing. You know what I'm saying? I like Mark. Mark's a good dude. Oh, Mark's a good uh, guy, but as AD, he was a weird dude. You know? Yeah, I mean, he did things a little bit differently. Uh, I can see yeah. why he probably didn't appreciate a pat on the ass or uh, smoking a cigar with you. So, yeah, Paulie, Paulie K gave it back to me. He's a good guy. Where's he now? Southern Illinois? Saluki? He's Northern retired. Illinois? He's retired. Oh, he's retired now? Yep. yep. And, and he, then uh, he was at Illinois. Jack, 
Illinois, he went to Illinois for a little bit. Um, and, like associate yeah. AD, right? Yep. And then he retired uh, in the last year or two. Yeah. And one of the first times I ever met you, Joel, when Irv Brown, it was at the Marriott down in the Tech Center. It was during one of those Mountain West roundups or a WAC roundup, yeah. whatever it was, that luncheon thing. With Sonny it, Fisher. Yeah, Fisher DeBerry, Sonny, and then uh, Joe Glenn sung Joe Glenn the. Uh, Wyoming, yep. Yeah, he sung on the piano, or he played the piano and sung the fight song down there. Oh, those are great, uh, great events. Yeah, Irv Brown came to our table and everything. That was a good time, man. Good time. But that was like one of the first times I met you and some of the other Denzians over there, some other gobblers from Ram Nation, you know. <laughs> then, uh, or, but uh, anyway, yeah, that was some good times. Uh, Jack Graham came, to, came over to our tailgates after I convinced him to come over. You know, there's some good times in that Hughes Stadium parking lot. Now it's more of a business. Nobody freaking gives us the time of day. You know what I'm saying? That was more ginger. I think talking him into going over there then. Good people. Go nice. Nice people. Captain Jack. Captain yeah. Jack. Get you us. Get you us over here. Right? And Rob goes. And, and people go, Joey, shut up. Shut up. I go, no, I'm going to get him over here. I'm going to get him over here. He came over, gave us a hug, talked for like 20 minutes, and then he left. You know? Yep. Now we yeah, all wanted CSU to go big time. Uh, now kind of has gone that route with a little bit less personality or, or personal it's a business. Personal touch, yeah. They got to do what they got to do, you know. Not, yeah. not, not enough time for Joey B. When you got no. a $20 million stadium, you got to worry about – the green stuff more they than keep the lights on. They, they got to keep the lights on over there. Yep. Yeah. So but Joey uh, P Joey P's doing okay though. You know, he's kind of a quiet dude. You know, he's I like, from the swim. I like Joe. He comes from Joe. the swimming ranks. He's a swimmer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he doesn't give give a, he, he doesn't give me the time of day. But anyway, my you know, family picture of him in a speedo. Yeah. You know, oh God, Joey P in the speedo. You don't want to see Joey B in a speedo. <laughs> that, no, we don't. I shaved my bird for this. You know ask, ask, ask uh, Chorizo if he could fit into a speedo, speedo. And I think I know the answer. Lord. Hey, oh, I can see, I can see Mike from around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Hey now. <laughs> so, anyway, so what how you guys doing? You guys been hanging in there? I mean, this yeah, is I was going to just ask you, how you guys doing during this quarantine? You know, I'm going friggin' nuts with the kids at home. The, the yeah. schoolwork is crazy. It's tough. It's tough. You know, I work, work, work all day and the wife wants me to come up and make lunch and, and do all this stuff and all the stuff that I can't usually do when I'm at the office and yeah. they, don't, they don't really understand that my days are not full of breaks but and you know and the kids are kids are going stir crazy but we're surviving now what do you got now like nine kids what do you got an infield you got you got a baseball team what are you doing down there we've got uh we've got Hoosiers when uh, <laughs> that's my team on the floor that's right. That's my team. That's my team on the floor. He didn't want to play uh, what's his face because because he was disobeying the shooting rule. So we're 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 solid with four players here. Yeah, you guys see, you guys have multiple kids. They could entertain themselves, beat each other up. I got one. You've definitely got your hands full. Well, we have yeah. an infant, so I feel bad. I feel Tyler. bad. But no, we're doing good. We're doing good. All I do is, uh, dude, I have more meetings now than I. I had four meetings yesterday. Yeah. Four. That's more than half in a month. They stack you know? them up, man. And I'm like, and I didn't even meet with kids yesterday. I literally was on four meetings with other teachers. Zero kids. So, but 
I got a treadmill. <laughs> I take most of my meetings on the treadmill or exercise bike and been doing a ton of working out. Lots of cooking. So yeah, gotta keep, my, gotta get, keep my tailgate skills. Did you guys jump jump on and watch the uh, U of A game on Facebook the other night from '94? I did not. You didn't. I watched Disney sing along. <laughs> Joey, did you watch the old uh, University of Arizona game from '94 when uh, when Sonny and and the boys went in there into Tucson and won? Dude, I started pulling tubes around six o'clock. <laughs> did some shotguns. Ran around the backyard. He hollered. CSU had won. It was a good night. Let a couple loose. You know what I'm saying? It's a good time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joey's not on the Facebook machine. That's that's true. <laughs> I know that. Yeah, yeah I'm on my, uh, I have a my, I have MySpace. Well, how come nobody's on MySpace anymore? <laughs> you are. <laughs> <laughs> so so Shep, how much? So Shep, I, I got I got to uh, stop you. How much did you really drink? How many yellow hammers did you guys drink down in Tuscaloosa? You you think we can? You think we can count? You think I remember? Yeah, those. So I can tell you that uh, when we were staying at the Yellow Hammer, drinking Yellow Hammers, so there's a there's an inn there on a golf course. Great little great little place, family lovely, owned. Lovely private private course, country club. Close to campus, man. One night we we found this stuffed bobcat or stuffed mountain lion in the lobby. And somehow we adopted it and just carried it with us everywhere we went for that entire trip. But it started off with those yellow hammers, man. They're sweet. What are they made of? Like orange juice, pineapple juice, vodka. Yeah, kind of like a Long Island iced tea on steroids. But better. Sweet like though, yeah. Fruity, sweet. yeah. Like tropical. Yeah, those those are those are money. Uh, and I do remember throwing up. I made our our car pull over, <laughs> our Uber driver pull over so I could throw up on the golf course. Oh, we were, we were literally a hundred yards from our door, uh, the hotel room, and I had to get out and throw up. But did we cover that game? Did we cover the last time we were there or no? Yeah, we covered. We covered. Was I it, think both. What was it twenty-seven and a half? Twenty-seven six was the final score. I think. Mike's showing a That's picture Karen. of Karen right there. We we actually <laughs> outfitted we outfitted her with a t-shirt, a Ram shirt, and a hat. <laughs> And we mounted her in the in a in our room and just kept her there. And then when we went out, we just carry her around. It was fantastic. We did put her back. We didn't steal her. So Joel and Heap and Colby were in one room, and then Tracy and I we had our room. So we stayed at this country club. Like Tracy and I, we reserved these rooms in like December of twelve. Because we were in Chicago and Jack Graham was doing a, uh, right after he got hired and, and he was doing an event there and he was like, hey, so got some news. Today we finalized a two game deal with Alabama. And so Tracy and I just looked, pulled up Priceline, boom, found this, found this country club with these two rooms for like $80 a night. When the Bama schedule came out, they started calling and were like, hey, we got to cancel these rooms. And we're like, we already paid up front. You can't cancel. And they'd call back a week later. We, you know, we had to cancel these rooms. These are supposed to be 350 a night. Like, we're like, well, we already paid up. Like, you can't do that. So they honored, but they dropped their contract with Priceline because of us. <laughs> because we got these, and it's supposed to be like for players, uh, families. 
and big time donors that come in from out of town. And us Yahoos are in there freaking stealing, stealing Bobcats, uh, doing shots with the 4 a.m. owner, right? Yeah, with the, the 4 a.m. Uh, cleaning staff and stealing little boxes of frosted flakes. <laughs> because she's like, just help yourself. Let's do some more shots. <laughs> well, we we made good friends there because uh, we 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 became pals with one of the managers. Yep. And he ended up being like our personal Uber driver. And he he's like, all right, if you guys are going out tonight, just give me a call and I'll pick you up. And that was the guy that, you know, he, he came and picked us up from the bars at 2 a.m. And he's the one that I made pull over so that I could yak on the side of the road. But Yeah, he uh, got out of bed to pick us up. <laughs> yeah, he got out of bed. So the, I tell you what, <laughs> Southern hospitality is real, man. So I'll tell you another story from that trip. Um. Bro, you were part of this, I think. Um, but we had met a gal at uh, the Houndstooth, Houndstooth Bar there in Tuscaloosa. And uh, we'd met her like the second night we were there, the night before the game. And she was sitting by herself at the bar. And, you know, we just started making small talk with her. And she said, uh, yeah, she's waiting for one of her friends who was no-showing her or, or late or something. And so we were telling her that we were in town for the the – the CSU game and she said well how about this if you guys are interested in, I, I just graduated last year I was in whatever sorority I'd love to give you a tour of campus uh, let me know if you're up for that I'll meet you at you know 9 a.m. and I'll, I'll start this tour and we're like yeah let's do it so we she, we met up with her the next morning game day and she took us around the entire campus uh, showed us all the cool spots and then around 11 o'clock, so I think it was family weekend or parents weekend, something like that, uh, the, the weekend that we were there. Uh, and so we, we were walking up like sorority row, and this one house had literally people lined up out their door down two blocks. And she goes, this is my old sorority house. You want to go in and have barbecue lunch and, and drinks? We're like, yeah, but, you know, we need to get to our tailgate, and this line is really long. And she said, no, no, no. I'm going to get you right in. So she walks us up to the front door, introduces us, introduces us to the house mom and walks us right in the front door, bypassing probably 300 people in line and walks <laughs> us right to the front of the barbecue line. And I, we were like, we were like, we should not, this is, I feel stupid doing this, but I mean, Southern hospitality, that was my real first experience with that. And not to mention like the tailgating, you know, their, their fans are bringing us in and, and, and inviting us to have drinks and, and food and, Granted, they wouldn't be doing that to, that for us if we were Auburn or or even like right. a, a non-conference uh, opponent right. that was right. a threat to them. But they were super nice, and that super was one nice of my favorite favorite, favorite we, yeah. we diverted because uh, we were with you. You you went to the sorority house, and Tracy and I went to go look for those big uh, donors that were friends with McElwain. Yep, and uh, could never find them, but we found this like uh, former players' parents. Uh, where the dad was like their orthopedic surgeon, who is Bama's, is Bama's orthopedic surgeon. He had like this $350,000 rig, like flat screens mounted everywhere, hardwood floors inside. And he's like, just join us. Like, you guys are lost. Just party with us. And then he's like, hey, bring all your friends after the game. And we, that's whenever we yeah. went over there after the game, Joel. And, 
Oh my I'll, God. I'll never forget that guy's RV. I mean, he, he literally pushed a button on the side of the RV and out comes from the side of the RV, this deluxe bar. And it was just <laughs> like multi-tiered and every, every bottle of alcohol you could want. And then, and wow. then like you push another button and then TVs came out. It was ridiculous. So yeah, cool. He had, we were talking to him and uh, he said he wanted his RV at the national championship game the year before. That was when they smoked Notre Dame. And I was like, oh yeah, so did you drive it down there? They're like, oh no, we paid somebody to drive it for us. And we flew in and they picked us up. And so then later in the night I asked, I was like, so you guys sleep here in the parking lot? He's like, oh no, we bought a house across the street from campus. That's where we stay on game days. Because who doesn't do that? Big money. Big money down there. It was awesome. That was such a cool trip. That's going to be me. I'm buying a house next to Kansas. So, so smaller money. And, and <laughs> we, we're going to have to take a break here in a little bit. Uh, and then we'll get into some some real topics for those of you who are like rolling your eyes right now. Uh, but smaller money. We've had some good times uh, at some other on some other trips. There's a particular Albuquerque, New Mexico Bowl trip. Uh, that Joe, maybe I'll let you kind of recap the things that we witnessed. In the he doesn't know he was sleeping. <laughs> I think I passed out in my car. All right, so Joe, Joe <laughs> passed out, and he heard this uh, secondhand. Michael, would you like to to relay what we witnessed at this party? Oh my gosh! Yeah, so that was the GJ three game, and Martell uh, Johnson the third was yes, he went off that day. What do you have? Like two eighty-five rushing and like another eighty-five receiving. Well, he had a yeah. I know he had a big kickoff return. I think maybe for a touchdown too. So it was a yeah. It was a record. It was an NCAA record. So I'm literally I'm coming off the flu. So I've been sick for three days, and I think everybody didn't everybody in your car get it, Joey. I think yeah, Renault. I had to drive Renault and uh, three Ram from Denver to uh, Albuquerque. I think Renault got it. I got sick when I got back. Yeah. You infected Renault Notaro with the flu and uh, three no, ram. Yeah. It was going around. And Notaro, man, we couldn't get him out of his hotel room the, the day we were leaving, but that's another story for another day. You know? He he did well the night before at the disco, you know what I'm saying? But we were we <laughs> were all disco. Is that when the origination of uh disco shirts happened? <laughs> Dude, good chef in his disco shirt. <laughs> you dress up when you go out, right? Dude. I, yeah. I dressed not, up in not a Chorizo, shirt, you know? Chorizo <laughs> wore his mess shorts, I think, that night. Dude, right here. <laughs> uh, who, 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 uh, I'm trying to think of the handle of Matt, who. Uh, it was CSU 98 then. CSU 98. State Stubble now. Oh, State Stubble. That, that's his current name. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah. So he had, we an, really he had an epic stubble. night that night. We tailgate for, oh, my God, probably like two hours after the game, we're still tailgating. And. Uh, I don't even, the hotel was fun though that night. An RV just to tailgate for that trip. There's a couple random women, and uh, one of them pulled down the strap from the uh, overhang. The RV awning. From the, yeah, <laughs> and just starts pole dancing on it. <laughs> I remember every guy was like, "Oh my god." And then there was video, somehow video existed, but it was There's like, video somewhere. Oh yeah. Some, somebody it like almost wrecked a marriage or something, so Inside oh, Edition has it. But then <laughs> I don't see. One of us somebody somebody posted on Ram Nation about it. And then like that next morning 
Um, now, as a couple days later, I get a phone call from Stubble, like just frantic. Hey, dude, like you got to get that off the Ram Nation. And I'm like, what? Get what off? I'm like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And he's like, that chick's wife or that chick's husband is found out just irate and like you guys got to start getting rid of evidence and i'm like i don't even know (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't like we made her right oh my god good times uh what about uh what about the vegas bowl was that 2014 14 yeah what happened there mike in the in the Uh, tailgate he wasn't there another east coast debate d-bag was there yeah yeah, he was there. He was there. He was uh, there. there. Somehow, somehow, uh, there may or may not have been a brawl at the tailgate. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, Michael. So, uh, so big and tall, Curtin Keith. Um, uh, big, big's uh, <laughs> big and tall. I love it. Big, big's BC Johnson stepdaddy. BC Johnson stepdaddy. We call him White his username on Ram Nation is Ram Fan. If you ever see him, dude, they're good guys, man. Great guys, good people. So they ran in an RV, but his mom, rest in peace. You know, she just she just passed uh, a couple months ago, but uh, she flew out just to bartend for our tailgate, and she made something called Christmas shots that was just pure liquor. People, like you put a candy cane in it, and it just start melting, like sizzling. On its way down. It was Christmas in your mouth. Yeah. Everyone yeah. was just – and then, of course, the game was really close, so <laughs> no one was drinking in the stadium. Uh, I was getting double rum and Cokes for 4 bucks, and beers were $8. So the economic genius that I am, <laughs> I, knew, I knew that rum and Coke was the way to go. Uh, so – Everyone's drunk after the game. And this Utah fan is just like walking through our tailgate, like just blah, 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 like just running his mouth, running his mouth, running his mouth. And so, so I go up to defuse the situation because that's what I do. I'm a, I'm a peacekeeper. And uh, Walsh, Colorado peacekeeper. Yep. And so he pushes me, he punches Shiner from Ram Nation. And then I look up, and he's on the ground. And my foot might have met his head a couple times. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right, so, so on, on a better note, on the way back, how many people do you think were in that RV that we were in back on our way back to the strip? We had to have had, like, 50 people <laughs> in an RV. 17-foot RV. It, there was no you you could not move an inch. Everyone was packed in like sardines, and I don't even remember who was driving that that thing. That poor Kurt guy. Joe. Kurt drove Kurt, back. Kurt drove. So he said he would stay sober if we got all his drinks after. Well, good for him. What a smart guy. Yeah. So the entire way back, at least three quarters of the way back, there someone said we really could use some In and Out Burger and. All of a sudden, it broke out into in and out chants, in and out, in and out, and and I don't think we actually even stopped. But oh, uh, no. but Kurt that, was like, "Shut up! I'm just trying to get us back to Hard Rock." Poor Kurt was just trying to just trying to get us back. So hey guys, uh, 
great reminiscing about that. Let's take a break, but I want to um, I want to make mention real quickly before we break about our sponsors uh, because right now they are in a very difficult time. Uh, we've got a couple sponsors in particular, um, Ginger and Baker, who has really uh, you know when when Rams Bookstore closed uh, back in December, I was scrambling a little bit because you know that's a that's a guy who provided Griff provided prizes for all of our contests. He provided revenue for us uh, each month. So to lose that, we were going to be in trouble. So I had to go out there and find somebody to replace it. For, one of the first people I reached out to was Ginger Baker. Ginger Graham, the wife of Jack Graham, super, super intelligent woman. She was all on board right away. And right now, they, they were offering to go service. They, they, they shut that down just because uh, the finances didn't make sense. So I really encourage you guys all to, to when they open, when this all, all this crap ends, patronize them to go over there and support them. Their facility is unbelievable. Their service is unbelievable. Their food and their drinks are, are amazing. It is a, it is an awesome, awesome place. So I, I, I ask you, please, please, please go check out Ginger and Baker when, when they open up again and when all this is over. We'll be back in a second. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, thanks for sticking with us. We are into segment number two. I feel like we threw a couple of uh, Ram Nation posters under the bus in the last segment, or at least divulged some information maybe that shouldn't have been divulged. But I, uh, so if we did, I apologize. Uh, I don't. That, <laughs> sorry, State Stubble. Uh, that being said, uh, <laughs> I gotta ask. So, so you guys, you guys spend a lot of time on the boards. Um, yes, things have changed a lot in the last few years, last ten years, really. With the way that we are stuck at home, who would be the the worst person you could get stuck with right now in quarantine to to be with on a day in day out basis? Joey, Joey, <laughs> you wouldn't be able Thanks. to. Thanks. Yeah, but I pour. You, yeah, but I would pour you a step drinks. You know. Right. Oh so yeah, that, yeah. That for that reason, Joey's in. You tell me to shut up, I pour you a drink, you know. I'm like Spider in Goodfellas, you know. I just go and get some. <laughs> F you, Tommy. Yeah, uh, where the Giants play and not New York. What? Said he resides oh, where the Giants play but not New York. That's who weather. I would hate. Uh, weather chaps in San Fran. There we go. San Fran? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh. Uh, all right, so, uh, Joe? You know, I you know I'm friends with everybody, Joe. I'm the AD. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? You're a handshaker. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad hand. You know. Elbows, elbow bump now. Yeah. What are you gonna do now? What are you gonna do now? When you're trying to solicit everyone's votes, you can't shake their hands. Yeah, that's that's true. You are the mayor of Fort Collins. Windsor. I gotta The Windsor. So yeah, you're you're like uh, you're like San Fran being from Truckee, but not necessarily. San Fran, you are you're Joey B from Windsor, not necessarily Fort Collins. Yeah, I'm out in the high plains now. I put I press my Wranglers, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I wear my tight Wranglers. Press. Are you try, are you trying to say that you wouldn't want to be stuck with Ram Smith? Oh, my boy Ram Smith. Where the hell's he been? I don't know. He, he left uh, many years guy. ago. He met, left many, and I, I saw him. Uh, I saw Ram Smith on Twitter 
bashing Ram Nation, you know, I don't know, sometime in the last year. Yeah, he is very active on the Twitters. He's very active on the Twitters. So I got to say, so uh, I, San Fran, I, I know everyone gets bugged by him. He He's very negative, for sure. But he's also – he doesn't really – like, he's negative because he's just pissed about crappy product on the field. What bothers me are the guys that attack the other Ram fans. I, I you know, I, I can't stand – especially the general general discussion board is just a freaking nightmare right now. 80s and Ram Texas and Ram Malicious and, and Noopy. Um, you know, those guys are just constantly just egging each other on. It's just a cesspool of, of posts on the general discussion board right now. Uh, Sacramento uh, and Shiner even got drug into some crap the other night and lost their minds. Uh, but the guy – so I, I don't remember. I think I've told you guys this, but this is probably within the last two years. Uh, a poster named Bry Ram Talks, he kind of popped up out of nowhere – but he just was so bad and so uh, attacking people. And uh, I can't even remember exactly what he was posting, but I had to like, I sent him an email like, bro, you got to calm down. Like you are just, you're ruining the board. You're ruining the tone of the board. You're just losing your mind. I don't even know over what. And, and out of nowhere, he just, he emailed me back and he's like, screw you. I will kick your ass. And I am good friends with the Vomhoffs and I will sick them on you and they will beat the living crap out of you. And so I was like, so I, I think that's probably the last guy that I'd want to uh, spend a quarantine with. He, he, uh, he threatened to, to, to beat me up, but um, those guys, um, you know, LA rampage uh, slash Eustachy, uh They're one in the same, you remember, you know him. He's yeah. a guy that likes to grade yeah. out grade posts and, and talk about what a crappy format of the board is and, and likes to rip me all the time for, for not kicking the people he doesn't like off the site. That'd, that'd be one. And then I actually like random as a person, a uh, good dude, but right. I, I could not, I could not go day in day out with him uh, arguing for why Mike Bobo should still be our coach. I just couldn't do it. He is the Sarah Sanders to uh, <laughs> Mike Bobo. Yeah, <laughs> they're Huckabee Sanders. Yeah, really I, right. Just lie, like no. Mike Bobo was the greatest coach of all time. Like if it wasn't for the '97 season-ending injuries, or how does he the SIOs or right. whatever? Right, or if you just improve the defense, right? Just improve just the, the defense. defense. Just yeah, the actually, defense. Just the defense. Just the defense. Clock management. Um, tiny bit of special team. Is Jancic yeah. still our decord? No, no, bro, no, he's definitely not. Is he gone? Now? Is he? He was let go, right? He was not retained yeah, by the new the, staff. Dude, that was. Uh, I don't even pay attention until the freaking first game. D coordinator back in '91. <laughs> Larry he's, Kerr, baby. Ben, remember, ben, don't he, break. He's def, Earl Bruce is definitely not our coach anymore, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember the old days? Remember like Rambuck? He's never yeah. around anymore. You know what? He actually, I think he made a reappearance recently. He did? Uh, yeah, he did. So that was good to see him. So a lot of those guys. So that, that reminds me of like the old days. Big the old days we had. Tail, we had great tailgates. We had, uh, I didn't we had like, we were philanthropic, I right? I mean. On the east side. What? <laughs> that I was with the college kids on the east side. Yeah, you were. You were you were too cool to tailgate with the rest of us. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you remember the days like when we like Ram Nation was kind of cool? Like CSU actually liked us. We would raise money. Uh, you know, we remember we raised money. We raised money. We raised like I don't know, fifteen, twenty grand for video equipment for Sonny. Yeah, for uh, we also we also created some got some gifts for Sonny and his entire staff uh, as like as a thank you after a great year. Dale Layer and his staff. Remember we did that. Yeah, and yeah, I think I heard you mention the Dan Hammerschmidt gift. Um, his kid, right? His wife died of of cancer, and we sent them to Disney World, and uh, that was cool. We raised a lot of money for uh, Trey. Uh, and then Doc, Bill Sullivan, yeah. um, Doc, yeah. raised some money. I think we were one-tenth of the the cost of the Welcome to Ram Country sign. We raised money for that. So those were the good old days, man. And and now it's uh, things have changed a little bit. It would be nice if we could get things turned around on the field because I think that's the, the crux of why yeah. people are so bitter and, and, and angry. Um, yeah. It just people can't get along, but – yeah. Uh, any other any before we move on to some uh, more uh, uh, real topics? Any other memories you want to share of Ram Nation? Or uh, when I say memories, I mean we we share some like in person memories. But how about like stuff like the Kleinschmidt, <laughs> the Kleinschmidt <laughs> that controversy? Do you remember that? Ooh, so, who started that? Was that me? I was with Renaud Notaro and Timmy Miles, and all of a sudden I uh, like. Renault and I both get text messages. They're like, we, CSU hired someone named Kleinschmidt. And I'm like, what? I was like, what are you even talking about? So I pull it, like, I just do like a quick search on my phone. And, and we're at this luncheon. And Timmy's, Timmy's telling us about, he just, he's getting ready to fly out to St. Louis for a recruiting trip. And, you know, and he's excited about the season and this and this and this. You know, Timmy, like, he just talks, talks, talks. And uh, I pull this up, and it has, like, uh, there's a wiki page. that had, like, two lines on it. And I'm like, this is fake. And I'm like, and Renault's about ready to, like, tweet it out because, you know, he's working for Denver Radio. I'm like, don't. I'm like, this is not real. And that was when everyone starts calling. And who even ma- – who made it up? All right, so, so, so for those of you who aren't familiar with this, somebody on the Ram Nation message boards – it was, uh, it was, was it, was it the Sunny? Was it after Sunny was let go? And we were trying to figure. After Fairchild. It was after Fairchild. Okay. Yeah. So, so Fairchild was let go and there was, you know, all sorts of speculation. Who, who is the next coach that, that CSU is going to hire? And somebody on Ram Nation made up some funny spoof post <laughs> that Bob Kleinschmidt was going to be the next coach. And posted even some stats and, you know, where he came from. And, and so what happened was I think the first person who bit was Rich Kurtzman from uh, – oh, I can't remember what website, what website he used to be from. But now is he on DNVR? He's on Mile High Sports, something like that. Anyway, he tweeted it. He, he saw it, and then he tweeted the exact, like, information. And then people started picking it up, and, like, you start seeing it, and, like, across – actually real news posts and you're like Bob Kleinschmidt supposed next new coach of Colorado State football team and oh it, 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 that was that was a that was a funny moment actually I wanted to say not a proud moment but that, I'm actually kind of proud of that that was funny um get back now yeah what what about all right so uh 
Dubby as grandpa. What, what you guys remember the history around that one? I swear it was fake. So WYO, a Wyoming, a Wyoming poster who's a frequenter of ramnation.com. He's actually a really good guy good to have met guy. him. Guy, W is a good guy. No, he's not. Uh, well, <laughs> he he he's been a little bit of a pest on the general board lately. Right? Uh, on the boards, but he's a good person. So he caused us a little bit of heartache, right? He posts some sort of a gay porn thing or something. Uh, so he was trying to reply to something. And uh, this is back when websites were, and I'm sure some of them still do, but they put in an attached, attached URL. Yeah. And you try, try to take the, uh, the picture and yeah. post it somewhere else. And so he did that. And it was uh, two grandpas in the uh, act of Congress. <laughs> and, uh, I'm in my office. I'm, I'm, school I'm in my office. So and after school, it was after school, and I and I look at it, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Joel, you got to take something off. Right now. Oh my gosh, it was. It's still burned in my. In my so eye. W. W, the same guy who caused me that heartache, also caused me, like, he posted some other image, like he grabbed some stock photo or something off somewhere on the internet, and he posted it on Ram Nation. And somehow the original photographer of that image realized that he did it. I don't know how he tracked it down, but he figured out that this, that W posted it on our website, and he somehow tracked me down because I'm the owner of the site. And he said, you owe me $52.50 because you used my image on your website. I actually had to send that guy money. Thanks, W, wherever you, you are, you moron. I didn't realize you actually paid the free. Yeah. I, I, he, you know he's still on dial-up. He's a Wyoming grad. I think I have a picture of him somewhere. He and I having a drink in a I, I dissed him something. at McAllister's on you know, I dissed him at McAllister's like 15 years ago. He was standing behind me. I, I forgot what he looked like. And I was coming out with my uh, gallon of sweet tea. And uh, some guy went to go shake my hand. I just looked at him. I walked away. <laughs> I don't know what the hell it was. And then I heard about it. It was W. <laughs> All, right, All right, boys. Let's get down to brass tacks. Are, are, are we going to have a football season this fall? No. I hate to hear that, Joe. I hate a realist. It's the jersey. I mean, Mr. Negative. Dude, I think it's done. I, I honestly do. If we do, it's not going to be with fans. That's. Yeah. Uh, We're even talking about the Ryder Cup being with no fans. Yeah. Gosh dang, man. How freaking sweet would that be? Wisconsin, Milwaukee, freaking booze, spotted cow, sausage, <laughs> right there, <laughs> golf. Oh. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm heartbroken. But anyway, back to what you're saying. Yeah. I, if they do, it's not going to be with fans. I, unless again, unless there's a working vaccine. Just, I, I, yeah, so, that's good. So, 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 the, there was a Italian uh, Serie, Serie A match, like right before all this. Here we go with the soccer. Uh, I want to say, <laughs> right? And all 40,000 fans at Atlanta positive it was at Atlanta in Italy yeah yeah is in Italy in Italy um but yeah 
all 40,000 tested positive. Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah. I just, it's like one, one person. I feel that that could be maybe some like non-spread incorrect information there, Ro. So let's, let's make, let's put a uh, disclaimer out that that may not be factual. <laughs> the chorizo disclaimer. I heard it on Fox News. You saw it on Ram Nation. <laughs> so what no. horrible timing would this be for CSU if, if oh this happens, God. whether it's canceled or, or whether there's no fans, uh, obviously no fans would be the lesser of two evils, but uh, is, you know, you got CU coming to town. Yeah. We've been 10 years in the waiting for this since that contract was signed that for, from a fan standpoint, that's one thing, but, also counting on that revenue and, and the big boost in season ticket sales because of that game. Although tickets, ticket sales may lag no matter what through the, this 2020 season, no matter what happens, uh, even if they open things up, who knows, but what bad timing for this in the grand scheme of things, there's a lot more important things of football, but from CSU standpoint, this could really be disastrous. Yeah. Economically, uh, yeah monetary. You know, yeah, economically, uh, for for sure. Um, I mean, CSU owes eight million dollars on the stadium bond payment this year. I think yeah. next year it goes up to twelve million. Twelve million. Um, yeah. You're paying. What, what's our? What are we paying coaches right now? Just in football, I think yeah. over two and a half million. What's Adazio? One point eight. Adazio is one point five. I think. Uh, I think overall it's one two two point five maybe. Is that what you said, Rob? Assistance. Huh. Because I don't think the assistant base went down. So three million, whatever it is. So, yeah, so, so they're probably going to have to consider salary cuts no matter what happens. You know, if you look at it, ten percent of our budget, athletic budget, comes from student fees. How are you going to charge them? So there's going to be a, a major loss of of revenue um, yeah. because you don't you're not going to get the student fees. There, I think ten percent comes from maybe more than ten percent, something like that. Comes from, I can't remember what I read, but ten percent comes from ticket sales. There's going to be no ticket sales. Twelve percent comes from corporate sponsorships. Who, who knows what's going to happen with there? You'd hope they'd stay. And then, and then thirteen percent comes from donations, which you know there's going to be down. So CSU yeah. is looking at a, a major painful financial year. Some colleges are considering cutting sports. Now, CSU, I don't think, can do that because I think we're at our minimum already. There was an article in the Denver Post uh, a few days ago that said uh, – it quoted Joe Parker as saying that, you know, we, we thought there was other ways to deal with this and, and we wouldn't cut sports. But I don't even think we can cut sports because we're at the minimum. Mm. You know, Boise State is is furloughing anyone who makes at least forty grand a year. Um, ten days. For ten days, yep. And so um, – Huh. You know, there's a lot of lot of repercussions here. Well, I personally, this is the this is the hopeful optimist in me. I think that they will figure out a way to make the season happen. I think there's just so much money at stake, revenue from some tickets, the revenue from TV, gambling. I mean, the gambling industry. Imagine the devastation there. Um, yeah. But Craig Thompson said in the last few days, he, there was a, a, an article that quoted him saying, if there's no football season, there's likely no athletics for the rest of the year because football funds 80, 85% of, yeah. of, of the rest of the sports. So yeah. I um, said, what do you think? There, there's either, if it's played in the fall, there's not going to be fans or it's going to be a spring season. Now that's interesting. Yeah, uh, I heard, because, you guys because, are talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Herb Street, Herb Street said on ESPN um, that he's had conversations with people in the college football world that 
said they're looking at the possibility of a February through May season with the college football playoff in June. God, can um, you imagine Rocky's opening day on a Friday in a Rams home game? Oh, man. What would that do? I mean, that's <laughs> – so, I mean, that's I, – I would – I you know, if that's our if that's our best prospects for having a college football season, I'd take in a heartbeat. I mean, obviously, I want it in the fall, but if it's spring football season versus no football season, yeah, give me, give me spring. As long as there's not a game the weekend of the waste management. That's, that, that takes priority <laughs> over everything. That's a whole different topic, uh, Mike's, bro. Mike's addicted. He's addicted to the Phoenix Open now. Yo, have you been there? Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, he always brags about all the stuff he gets, and then I call his brother, and he says, oh, well, I could get you two GAs for, for <laughs> Wednesday's Pro-Am if you want to go. It was a pretty sick time for the f- – I think I went – I think I went for five years in a row, four years in a row back in the day, but I was there before they built it to the stadium where they still had the hill uh, on the back side of the 16th green where people would gamble. And that's when it was fun. You know, there's, it wasn't as corporate, right? Yeah. And um, you know, one year Rob and I, three Ram and I, we sat up by the green in a suite. And then I think, uh, another year, Rob and I sat in a suite. Yeah, yeah, I had to put that in there. But then, but no, my brother, uh, he hooked us up good. It was, it's always Super Bowl weekend, obviously. It's a tough ticket. And my brother always came through, and then we go play golf, you know. But uh, we had a good times in the desert, man. We got to make it, uh, that'd be cool to have some, some guys down there. That'd be a good trip, good guys' trip, stripper poles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, well, so how, how, how long. So, Joel, how, how long did it take you, just kind of going off on another tangent, how long did it take you to establish, after Ram Nation was going, like the relationships that you had in the uh, athletic department? Because you, you were saying before, you know, we, we had a, you had a good run there for, what, 10 years or so when they really respected, you know, because you know, the monetary support that yeah. you gave, that what we all gave, right? When, when, how long did it take you to get all that set up? That was, what, a good five to eight years just to set the foundation for all that, right? Four years? I think – I'm trying to think of when I was invited to be on the Ram Club board. Um, I was literally on it for like 10 years. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's so right. it's probably, probably around 2002 to 2012 maybe. Um, so that was really when things were going good. I would get I would get a lot of emails from Tom Ellers, who's still part of the CSU football program, yeah. saying, "Hey, who is so and so? Because he is posting private information from practice. I want to make sure it's not like some like water boy that's giving away our secrets. And <laughs> who 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 is this guy that's just ripping Sonny or ripping whoever? And um, you know, those are like the least those are like the the most difficult conversations I ever had to have. And then uh, it started turning out to be a little more like whatever so-and-so just said about our athletic department. That's not really cool. Can you, can you delete that? And, you know, Uh, as, as my life went by and I had more and more kids and responsibilities, I couldn't monitor the message boards as closely as I would like. And so I, it took me longer to, to deal with bad posts. So to hear to hear about one from the CSU athletic department before I even saw it was bad news. 
Um, uh-huh. But, you know, it, it, I, there's still great, great people at, at, in the athletic department and in the alumni association that, that oh, have yeah. good relationships with um, that remember the good old days. Um, Christy's good. Yeah, Christy's, she's still good Christy, people. Christy Bolander is awesome. Good so I, I told the story on the Ram Sanity podcast the other night, but I can't remember what year this was, but it, it was mid 2000s, early 2000s, something like that. And I, I had some friends that said, hey, we didn't think we we're going to be able to make the CSU Wyoming game tonight but we can make it now. And it was sold out. Uh, it was back, you know, one of back when Wyoming was decent, we were having a good year. And so I'm like, yeah, I'll, let me make a call. I'll see what I can do. And I made a phone call uh, to the athletic department. I said, Hey, I, I'm, I know this is really late in the game and you guys are sold out. This is Joel Canlamesic. Is there anything you can do to help me out? And they were like, Oh, you're Joel Canlamesic from Ram Nation. And earlier that day on Ram Nation, someone had made a post about a bad experience. It might have even been you, Joe. They had a bad experience with the ticket office and just lit them up. And they must have seen it because uh, the gal's response was, yeah, don't worry about it. I've got you set up with four tickets. What's your credit card number? We got you at mid-court. I'm like, mid-court? Fantastic. And I put the, left the tickets at Will Call under my friend's name, and they showed up. Got the tickets and they were mid court, all right, but they were the very top row of the entire arena. <laughs> and they had like three small kids with them and they had to hoof it all the way up there. And oh, shit. so he, he made fun of me. He still makes fun of me for this day for that. But uh, that, that was an example of the athletic department kind of sticking it to me for uh, yeah. the message boards not being real friendly. I'm trying to think what I ripped, I'm trying to think what I ripped them for, but I, I can't really remember. Anyway, whatever it was. You know, but the, the reason why I ask, you know, when we were putting on those, uh, when I did that golf tournament up here, what's that? Twenty some odd years ago now. Yeah. Um, you know Dale Layer. I just called him yeah. up and he and he came and spoke with us after the tournament and you know we had some good times and then um, you know the Greater Ram Club tournament that used to be a hell of a time man we used to get so much just, fun just hammered right and now it's like so like fuddy duddy kind of stale you know like when Sonny lived there on the old eleventh hole was that the eleventh hole. The 12th hole at Southridge, that par three, they used to sit out there with a jug of friggin' tequila for us, you know? Yeah. Those were good old days, man. The good old days. And now, you know, it's all corporate. A lot, there's too much money involved now. A lot of money involved now, you know? You know how many times I, <laughs> I drank with Miles? Like after games. <laughs> edit 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 i'm just kidding so 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 we we i went to the 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 game in kansas city when we played kansas um and met up with him after the game and uh and had a great time having a couple drinks with him and and talk that that's the kind of guy that helps grow a fan base it was unfortunately lost them but like with McElwain back in the day too yeah you you want a story about McElwain? so McElwain, the uh the first time i ever met him when, when was he hired? He was hired in like January, January of 2012. Uh, so like literally one of the first public experiences he had was the Cherry Hills uh, recruiting roundup in Denver. And he was just on fire. I mean, you could tell he must have had a few pops either at the event or before the event. But he was just, you know, laying in to see you and how we were going to beat the crap out of CU and uh, just chowing it up with everybody it was just having, and then, you know, as the night went on, he just got a little more bizarre, but at the end of the night, after the, the event, we went up to the, the men's lounge at, in the Cherry Hills uh, clubhouse <laughs> there and, and they had like crap set up and, you know, 
blackjack tables and the open bar and we're sitting up there and some guys are playing craps and blackjack and other guys are sitting around and, and Matt comes up and he sits at a table and everyone just flocks around. He's just going to start telling stories. He was awesome. It was so fun to listen to him. But I knew that we, we might not have him for very long at CSU when he started to talk about how his, his experience, like he was saying, you know, it's really great that, that CSU has this car loaner program for coaches. What I'm used to from where I came from is uh, we, we have access to private jets. Who can help us with this? And he's looking around the table. We're all sitting there. And he sees these blank stares and we're like, uh, bro, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to find a lot of help here. I don't think, but welcome to Concourse B at DIA. Right. right. And so then, so then I got a buddy, I had a buddy and we were all eating up cause he was like, his motivational, he's, he's firing us up. We we're having a great time. He's telling stories. And my buddy's like, you know what? I love this guy. Right now, I'm throwing down a check for a thousand bucks for him. Whatever he needs it for, I don't care. Thousand bucks. Writes a check, throws it on the table, and McElwain's like, "Hey, man, really appreciate it. Thanks." That night continued for another hour, hour and a half, or whatever. You know, we were already it was already open bar for four hours, and <laughs> and we're Ubering home. And my buddy who had dropped the check down goes, "Oh my God, what what was I doing? My wife's gonna kill me. I just threw a thousand bucks down for for no reason." I got to get that back. I got to get that back. And he's like, picks up his phone to start calling the C2 athletic department, leave a message that, Hey, please cancel that check. Don't deposit. I like, you can't do that. This is McElwain's first. Oh my God. <laughs> his first impression of CSU. You cannot do that. So anyway, that, that was, that was my first experience with McElwain. And we, we just ate it up when he, when he was here and, and, and his, his success he's a was, good guy. was, was, a lot of people was don't like him. Here's, I love, love Mac. Hated when he left, like everyone did. But uh, I went to a game in Florida when he was coaching. My wife and I were with all the coaches' wives, and uh, and we're tailgating after the game. And they just they won. They beat uh, South Carolina. And it's about two hours after the game when he finally gets out, and he comes out, and he like sees me. He's like, "Coach, her." He's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "I came to support you." And he's like, "Why are you wearing green?" Because I'm wearing Florida gear, right? But, like, he just remembered me. Like, just yeah. one of those things. I would have been, like, last April, a year ago, about a year ago, right before the NFL draft, we're at a, an event at a Sports Authority, Invesco, whatever it's called, Empower Field. And Mike Bobo's talking to a parent, his first recruit that he ever signed out of the state of Colorado, and didn't know that was his mom. Somebody who had been there for four years. Didn't know that was his mom. She's like, oh, yeah, excited about the draft. And he's like, oh, that's cool. Like, any reason? And she's like, well, I think my son's going to get drafted. He played for you the last four years. Oh, man. Like, McElwain recognized me when he shouldn't have. And Mike Bobo couldn't even recognize one of his players' parents who just finished in the program three months or – I'm a huge Mike Bobo fan. I don't know if you know On that, that note, <laughs> before Sorry. we get too deep into uh, the Mike Bobo shredding session, <laughs> uh, we need to take one more quick break, and then we'll come back for a, a, a shorter session. Um, but I want to also thank our other great sponsor, Mighty River Brewing Company. They've also been hit hard by this nice. COVID-19. Nice. Uh, Joe, I know, is a frequenter there. Uh, they have amazing beers. They get a great facility. Great owners. The guys are are big Dude, time. I show Ram Nation on my phone. I get a dollar off. 
That's right. Awesome. That's right. You show Ram Nation on your phone, you get a dollar off your beer. Yeah, I'm charging you three, so. Ah, <laughs> oh, you bastard. Just you. Do you Anyone pull the else? AD card? Do you pull, yeah, I know you. Anyone else? <laughs> yeah, go. I, I am the real AD. You are the real AD. How about uh, the knuckleheads? I, they used to call the ticket office and introduce themselves as their handle on uh, Ram Nation, Joel. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Well, those, those guys and the guys you'd run into in the concourse that said, hey, good shepherd. And you're like, hey, you know my name. Just call me by the, my real name. <laughs> you know, I, I know there's been times when I can't like quite put the real name on someone, but I know their handle and I tr really try not to just go by their handle. But uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's not my favorite thing. My wife's known as Trezo's wife. Like that's. She is. Yeah. I sh I'm sure. I'm sure Tracy loves that. But hey, before, before, yeah, before we go here. Yes. Mighty River Brewing. These guys, big time Ram fans, long time Ram Nationers. The, the Miller brothers, they do an amazing job. They are still open and, and taking to go orders, go get your growler, go get your, uh, go get your cans. They've got all sorts of delicious beers. It's an amazing place. Please support them. Please support Ginger and Baker and uh, all your local business. We'll Good drinks at Ginger Baker. Good cocktails at Ginger Baker too. That's right, Joey. Thank you, bro. That's all what right. she did. <laughs> we'll be back after this. Welcome back. I hope we haven't lost you guys through all of our uh, inside stories, but uh, these guys have a lot of, uh, of good insights and, and funny stories to share. So appreciate you joining us. Got another 15 or 20 minutes to go. One thing I want to ask you, I know we just started touching on Mike Bobo and Mike Rowe. I won't ask you to share the the memes and the gifts that you like to share privately <laughs> about our former football coach, but let's, let's look at the going forward. Let's look at the, the future here. So we haven't really discussed a lot of your thoughts, Joey and, and Mike on, on the hire of Steve Adazio. I know it's tough to gauge a little uh, right now because there's been no football. We've had only six practices, um, uh, but I'm curious. I mean, Mike, I know you've you've met him. You've been on. He's still uh, living in Chestnut Hill, isn't he? Isn't he telecommuting? He's in. Uh, where's he at, Joel? We just talked to him. He's uh, in uh, Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, Martha's Vineyard. Right? Oh, yeah. Tough yeah. life. So, I mean, they're, they're moving out here, right? So yeah, yeah. don't 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 rag it for yeah, a while. Joey. That. He'll get out here. But uh, stop so, judging. But he, He's you know. Jerk. You've met him, Mike. You've met him at the uh, the the this year's Cherry Hills event. You met him on a Zoom call that we both were on. I'd like to know your thoughts. So, I wasn't excited uh, when when he was announced. I wasn't upset though. It was one of those like the five finalists were leaked or planted, and whatever you want to term it. No way we were getting the LSU D coordinator. That just wasn't going to happen. Uh, he's not going to take a pay cut to come to CSU. Then you had Watt Wilson from Indiana, who Ohio State. Well, former, who, former, former Indiana head former coach Indiana, who was accused yeah. of of hitting a player. You had Earl Bruce, Tennessee guy, former ten, Butch Jones, who was fired, oh, who God. having Title IX stuff coming up. And so it was Tony and Adazio 
And I love Tony. I haven't met him, but I was friends with his brother, Aaron, CSU yep. player as well. Rest in peace. And we got a ready-made team. Like, we got, we got talent this year. And I just – I didn't think that it wouldn't be right if we got a coach to come in to learn, learn how to coach. And so I didn't – I wasn't on board with the hiring Tony Alford as much as I love, like and respect him. This team needs somebody who's been there before. And Adazio, I mean, everyone's like, oh, he's a 500 coach, 500 coach. Yeah, he's a 500 coach that had to play Florida State and Clemson every year. Yeah. You know, that – Yeah. It, it, like, he won nine games at Temple. Temple. So – when you look at the last two years, I mean, you look at Bobo's entire tenure, our losses, how many of those should have been wins? Bad losses, you know, Probably too. three quarters of them that we lost because of a stupid penalty here, a, a horrible turnover there. We, we were losing games because we had zero discipline at all. And that's Adazio's whole thing is discipline. So if he could come in here, win for two years, like, that's great. That sets us up for the future, you know, because we're still yeah. – I was impressed with his recruiting class coming in that late. That late, yeah. You know, I was impressed. I was impressed with what he did in Texas, what he's doing in Texas and California, what he did in Colorado. Like, that's that's setting it up. And then then you hire a Tony Alford uh, or uh, uh, Lynch, the new old coordinator. This hire setting up for the next hire, I feel. I agree. I feel like it's a band. It's like a band-aid hire, just to get the foundation laid again, right? I think Bobo and his staff they just kind of lost control. Bobo, a lot of people were in his ear in the SEC, you know. And then he got sick, obviously. But I, they didn't have control of the kids. I thought no discipline to Mike's point, and some of those losses. You gotta be kidding me! And I know Sonny. And CSU in the past, they've lost to the Idaho's or the Idaho states, whatever. But you know, Miami of Ohio, but that was Ben Roethlisberger, right? But my God, there were some nasty losses with Bobo. What was his record, Joel? With CU, he only won once. Is that right? Uh, he was over. Over. So, yeah. so yeah. I mean, that. I mean, yeah. It, it to me. Two rivalry wins. I think to everybody except for Ramdom, it was pretty clear that it was <laughs> time to, to to move on. Who? Who else? JCL. Yeah. Oh, five hundred eight or whatever that guy's name was. He he was a big yeah. You know, it, it sucks because Bobo. I, I give I give him a lot of credit. Like he could have stuck us. He could have raked us over the coals with the the contract and and right right right. The guy. I think he knew that it just just didn't work out. Didn't get it done. Didn't get it done to the expectations he had or we had. And he didn't stick it to us on the on the you know what we owed him. I, I appreciate that. The, like, the guy, the guy's the guy's a smart football guy, but he's a he's a good. He's not a CEO. He's not, not a, a CEO. CEO. So, no. I, I everything you guys both said, uh, and Mike, when you talked about Alford, yeah, I 100% agree. You know, we there's a lot of alums that were a little bitter. They wanted Tony Alford. I know a lot of the former football players did. OC Ram was very active on our board. Um, played in the uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s. Um, his teammate. Was his teammate. Yeah. And uh, he, he, he was bitter uh, about being, uh, Tony Alford being passed over. Greg Pollard is very active on uh, Facebook. 
uh, he was bitter about Alford being passed over, I, I would have had no problems hiring him. Um, but if you are CSU, you cannot risk, you cannot take the risk of missing on this hire. You just can't. And he's never been a head coach. And I know that we have had success hiring coaches that have not been head coaches. Uh, McWayne was one, but that's few and far between. I know our, our, our most recent one, Bobo, did not pan out. Fairchild did not pan out. You just can't take that that chance with where our fan base is right now. And yeah. and with like Mikey, what you said, with we've got some talent on the roster right now and we have the ability, we have the recipe to start winning right away. So I, I here's what I think. Um, it, Urban Meyer, you involve in our in our hiring process. He had every reason to include Tony Alford as the top choice on there. I'm sure he was one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you, you know, they're, they're taking every lead from Urban. And if Urban says Tony, uh, Steve Adazio is, better, is a better choice, you know, oh, yeah. than Tony Alford, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy into what Urban Meyer says. Um, I like the CEO approach of, of Steve Adazio. When he enters a room, uh, you and I have both seen it, you know he's in charge. He's a polished oh, speaker. Yeah. He's a leader. He's, and I like the fact that he's hard-nosed. He's the offensive line coach, the physicality that he preaches. I love that. It's 100% what we need. We're so soft. We're so soft. This West Coast crap is so soft. I'm so tired of having this, you know, lame offensive line, defensive line, just not having toughness. I like that he's going to be a head coach on game days, um, allowing his assistants to coach. Delegate. Uh, yeah, he can delegate, and then he can manage the decision-making of the aspects that concern the entire team. Absolutely. Um, I like his staff, the mix of young up-and-coming with uh, the older, more experienced veterans. And, and again, going back to what Urban, you know, Urban leading this charge here with trying to find a, a replacement for Bobo is, for one, his knowledge, his intuition, um, his experience with Adazio, and he knows CSU. He knows the type of coach that CSU uh, in particular needs. And so and you and I saw him on Zoom a couple weeks ago. I like his focus on rivals. I like that he's oh, yeah. specifically latched on to the hatred for Wyoming and CU. He gets it. Uh, he gets it. And, you know, he actually said, you know, he made some funny comments. I won't repeat everything, but he made some comments about the CU being, you know, their fans and their, their program being entitled and that he wants to punch them in the mouth. Um, and, yeah. uh, you know, it, it's, that's, that's the, that's one of the biggest things. The two and 14 or two and 14 record that Bobo had just still drives me crazy against rivals and Adazio as, a, as opposed to Bobo where Bobo kind of, always felt like these power five conferences had this advantage over us. Um, the likes of Adazio and Sonny and McElwain used that as like a chip on their shoulder to gain yeah. an edge and create motivation within the team. And, and that, that's what I'm excited about. So I, I actually, I, I was like you, I didn't love, uh, I didn't, when the announcement was made, all I can think about was him ripping his headset off in 2014 after uh, beat him. Garrett Grayson Hit uh, who was it? Love it in the in the corner of the end zone. Yeah, uh, yep. And uh, he ripped his headset off. He was so mad. He had that porn stash going. And nice. And I was like, this is going to be our coach. And you know, we had a chance to get Tony Alford. And and I was like, I was not on board right away. But a- a- after hearing more and more of hearing him talk, I love it. So I, I really like the hire. Oh, look at that. Sorry, this is the the perils of of working and, and doing a podcast from home. I got my little boy here. It's a good looking head of hair on that kid. 
So yeah, you guys are both on board. Yeah. Yeah. I was like you guys though. At first I was like, you know, what are we doing? But he takes command of the room. He's going to delegate on game day. He's, you know, like Sonny, Sonny was good on game days. He delegated to his assistants, you know, and I think we need to get back. McElwain, he, he delegated to the assistants. So I think right. we're going to be okay with Adazio. I, I, I really do think it's like a Band-Aid of a foundation. Let's rebuild the foundation, kind of higher, just to right the ship. And to Mike's point, like I said before, I think it's like that. Get him in here for a recruiting cycle, see what happens. I think he's going to win in the Mountain West. I really do. You know, I didn't like that fifth year. You know, maybe the big schools come knocking again. But, you know, he's not getting any younger. And maybe, you know, he likes Fort Collins and he settles in here with his wife. And, you know, he has his kid on the staff now. and. You know, who knows? Maybe they might have a grandkid out here and they stick around for a little bit longer than we think. And he's East Coast, Joey. How can you not like good, that? He likes a good steak and a good friggin' glass of red wine. You know what I'm saying? He's in Italian food. Yeah, right. He is. So one more question before we wrap this up. And I just read this before we got on this uh, podcast today. But I read a column in the Desiree News. And I know a lot of people kind of – this is going to be like a, a, a heated debate. Us. But what? The must. The no, not the must. BYU, bro. The must. <laughs> so, I was talking about the red ones. No, not the red ones. Uh, we're we're talking about the BYU. So there was a column in the Desiree News that that said that now more than ever is when BYU should come back or beg to come back to the Mountain West. You know, with the current state of affairs, there could be a shortened season. If that's the case, there's going to be schools that are only playing in conference. Um, what does BYU, do, BYU and other independents do in that case? So I, uh, I would like to know your opinion. I got my opinions, but would you welcome BYU back to the conference? In a heartbeat. I would have no problem yeah. if they kicked <laughs> out if they kicked out San Jose State or Hawaii and brought them back, or if they added a 14th member to the Mountain West. But, yeah, oh, yeah. They they will make it stronger in yeah they would I mean I, yeah they're they, you know nobody likes them but they you want them in your conference they get they always travel well right it's always a big game when they come in for hoops volleyball or whatever softball football but I honestly think with the LDS you know money behind them I think the Pac-12 would would hire would get them in there before we would get them back that's just my thought okay. you know but I would like to see them in the Mountain West I just think we're no. too small time. They do not want a religious institute in the Pac-12, and a, all their sports play on Sunday. All their, their yeah, that's a good point. Non, yeah, a, yeah. Their non-big four sports always play on Sundays. Yeah, if they wanted them, they would have brought them in with Utah. That's yeah, true. Just, good that's point. Just plain, plain and simple. They would have. They would have yeah. brought them because they've always done that. Everybody but CU and Utah always had a state partner that came in with them. And we sucked at the wrong time, and that's why that didn't happen. Yeah, I I agree. I would take them in a heartbeat. I know people are like, screw them. They left. They were – the departure was bitter. Uh, But when you're talking about – the reason I think about screw everything else, but I I just want another team. I don't care if we hate them or not. I I, I like hating teams in our conference. Yeah, exactly. I decided to go watch us beat them. You know, it creates more rivalries. It creates bigger games at our stadium uh, or to watch on TV every week. I would take them in a heartbeat, not to mention they, like it or not, they, they are a brand. They've got yeah, 65,000 yeah. people into their stadium and 18,000 in their arena. 
I would love to have him back. I would 100% love to have him back. And Mike, you said either cut at San Jose State or or at, go to 14 and add someone else. I would I would prefer to just jump San Jose State. They've, yeah. they've not provided a lot of value to us. But either way, get them in. Bring yeah. them in from a competitive standpoint, from a fan standpoint. I would love that. Yeah. Bring them and Gonzaga in. Well, we, yeah, we for kinda, hoops. That, that ship kind of sailed. Looked like we had that chance, and that would have been amazing to be able to, to pull them in. Hopefully, that's not a dead deal. Probably is for the next several years. But if, yeah. if you're Gonzaga, I guess everything's going well for you. You got it. They, the, the, the comp, their, their conference made all the concessions that Gonzaga wanted them to make, and, and things are good. They know that they're going to run that table every year and, and go to the NCAA tournament. But wouldn't you want to, like, you know, if you're a fan from a fan standpoint, of, wouldn't you want to go? play like better teams week in week out so i i, I wish they could have made that happen yeah well boys um good talk tonight boys we'll do it, it again a, it, soon, was a, eh? it was a good maiden voyage here joe the you maiden happy voyage. with how things went the maiden voyage hopefully my microphone worked and i didn't do too much static for you guys and... joe i know you'd like to go a little more uh x-rated uh yeah the leash was on tonight the good shepherd leash he kept his leash on the flock Maybe we can do a, uh, but a, I'll come a Ram back. Nation podcast after dark. Well, Ram Nation like, after dark, like I'll let Cinemax loose. style. I let loose Skinamax, that's right. <laughs> Ro, any parting shots? Yeah, good luck to uh, Coach Adazio when the season starts. I'm behind him, so haven't felt like that in six years. Yeah, <laughs> uh, 100%. But uh, we will do this again uh, much much sooner than that so i appreciate you guys joining us thanks joel appreciate it man and to all the denzians yeah to all the denzians out there listening man be healthy stay safe and uh six feet support your local restaurants yeah six feet well said boys all right thanks thanks everybody all right fellas this is ram nation radio we're out